Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Rabbi Dan Lieberman and this is the 10-Minute Pirkei Avot Podcast. So here we go with the first Mishnah of the second chapter of Pirkei Avot. We go like this. Rabbi Omer. Rabbi says, What is the proper path that a person should choose for himself? Whatever is a credit to himself and earns him esteem in the eyes of other people. And you should be careful to observe light mitzvahs or minor mitzvahs, just like you observe major mitzvahs. You don't know the the reward for each respective mitzvah. Calculate the cost of a mitzvah against its reward. And the reward of a sin against its cost. Look at these three things. And you'll never come to sin. Da, you should know. What is above you? An eye that sees. And an ear that hears. And all of your deeds being recorded in a book. Okay. This is a long Mishnah. And this is the first Mishnah of the second chapter. Rebbe Omer. Who is Rebbe? Rebbe is Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Rebbe, that's who he's referred to. He's referred as Rebbe, Rabban Shel Israel, the, the, the rabbi of all Israel. He was the, uh, the codifier of the Mishnah. Um, the son of Rabban Shem Ben Gamliel. Um, amazing, amazing rabbi. He, he, uh, he was the, the one who combined all, all of the, the rabbi's words. He was the one who bravely took down the oral tradition and, and wrote it down to preserve the fact that we had this oral tradition of the Torah, and without him, we wouldn't have. Judaism would not look the same uh, as it does as it does now uh, without without Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi. Um, not only was he a very important Torah scholar and a very important Jewish leader uh, in in the religious sense, he was also a very great political leader, and he was very friendly with Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Um, and he he was a, a huge a diplomat for for the Jewish people, and without him, the 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 nation would would cease to be. So what does Rebbe say? He says like this: Which is the the correct path which the person should choose for himself? Now, interesting the choice of words. He says which literally means the upright or the straight path. He doesn't say the righteous path. He says the upright path. And this is, I think, alluding to something very important. He's not talking about, in this case, he's not talking about doing mitzvahs between uh, man and God. He's doing, well, that would be a righteous path. He's talking about things, interpersonal relationships. How do you deal with other people? How do you do what is right? How do you do what is upright? How do you you go in a way which is pleasant and which, which brings, tiferet literally means glory. Um, what he says, this is what's going on. 
Tiferet lomina adam. Whatever does credit to himself and does credit to other people. Tiferet literally means splendor or glory. He's talking about how do you live in an interpersonal world? You've got to make sure that you are a person who brings credit to themselves and inspires other people. That is the, the ultimate of, of being a human being. And Nitziv talks about this when he, when he talks about Yashar, Sefer Har Yashar. Um, and he says this is the, the, the Sefer Har Yashar is, no, is, the, is the book of Breshit because it discusses our forefathers and not just the, the way that they dealt with Hashem, but the way that they dealt with each other. The book of Breshit is very much an interpersonal book. It's how people lived in the world. And obviously getting it wrong in the case of the, the, the generation of Noach and the people of Sodom, but how to get it right. And Abraham dealing with various things, Yitzchak, Yaakov, the, the Shvatim, and it goes up and down whether they get it right or whether they get it wrong. And it's it's the, the, the saga and the stories of, of being a human being in the world. So you have to try and bring yourself credit. And you have to do things. And it says like this, for mitzvah you got to be very careful to evaluate the mitzvahs right they don't 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 push aside a smaller mitzvah for a bigger mitzvah because you don't know how much you, you get paid out for each one there's no there's no um there's no metric by which to 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 deal with this so we have you've got to deal with interpersonal things but you've also got to deal with the the uh, the, the way we deal with commandments the way we deal with mitzvahs to do with Hashem whether you know in using the same the same zeal that you would use uh, for all commandments reward fulfilling them notwithstanding and of course that was mentioned in the previous chapter you have to try and perform the mitzvahs with the same dedication the same ideals the same drive for each one despite the fact that you may view things something as minor something as major you know um the the uh, when I was a student chaplain, we had uh, debates whether the children, the the university students, were to be given off uh, for for minor festivals that they called them, and they 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 designated Simchat Torah as a minor festival. I can't believe it. Simchat Torah, one of the most important festivals uh, of all, and and it's all you know very very much perspective of people. What is a minor festival? What's a major festival? What is a minor mitzvah? What is a major mitzvah? You might think that something is minor, and I think it's it's enormous. Some people think, well, you know, I don't have to daven in shul every day. I can daven on my own, or I can, I can, I can. I see davening in shul every day as a vital part of my uh, of my of my existence. And without it, without it, I, I I wouldn't be able to exist. Some people see that as minor. I don't, you know. And some people see think other things as major. It, it, what what the the mission is telling us is don't start doing, don't start going down that path. Make sure that you give every single mitzvah the same dedication. When you're doing a mitzvah, it's the same dedication. When you're thinking about a mitzvah, whether it's shaking the lulav or giving tzedakah or whatever it may be, you have to you have to give the same dedication to each one. So in this theme, he carries on and says, have said mitzvah Calculate what it costs you to do a mitzvah against the potential for for reward over it. Now, since you don't know the actual reward then whatever it costs you isn't going to isn't going to be too much whatever whatever it costs you to do a mitzvah you, you you've got to, obviously can't bankrupt yourself but you know you can't just turn around and say well it's too much it's too inconvenient it's too hard for me how you don't know the reward the reward could be infinite the reward could be amazing and 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 because you don't know what it is you should always err on the other side and and and, and say that this you know I, I can do this i can do this you shouldn't you shouldn't think 
or assume that you can't do something. And the opposite as well, right? What do you gain out of doing an Avera? What type of fleeting pleasure do you achieve by, I don't know, eating treif or whatever it is, against the, the detriments that it can give you? It can, it can give you terrible detriments. It can bring you down. And then he says like this. So you want to sort yourself out. You want to get yourself in a good way. This is what. Look at these three things. And you'll never come to sin. Know what is above you. Know what is above you. That's very interesting. One, one thing that I uh, always tell the, the non-Jewish students when they come to, to visit the shul. I say to them about the kippah. Right? They say, why do you wear a kippah? What is this thing on your head? And I said, I'll tell you why I wear a kippah. Now, ask them a question. Has anyone been to London? You've been to London and you've been to see the crown jewels. And then I ask them, what is on top of the crown? And they never remember what's on top of the crown. On top of the crown is a cross. And the reason that there's a cross on top of the crown is because when the queen or the king, whoever it is, would wear such a crown, they might get a big head and they might think that they're amazing. So they put a cross on top of the crown and say that your God is above you. And the same thing we do when we wear a kippah. We, God is above you. And you might think that you're amazing, you're a human being, you're a scholar, you're a genius, you're, you're, you're a creator, you've done all sorts of amazing things. Well, guess what? Don't get a big head. There's something above you. That something is the Almighty. So, what is above you? Ayin ra'ah. A sea, a watching eye. The eye is watching you. Hashem watches whatever, whatever's going on. V'ozin shamat. Hashem hears whatever you say. And everything gets written down in a book. Uh, that book, of course, is what we talk about on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in the prayer Unatana Tokef. Um, but anyway, that's that we 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 have we're going to have to give account for what we're doing. Hashem is watching us. Hashem is listening to us. He's writing down whatever's going on. I remember Rabbi told me that one day that, that when we pass away, one of the the excruciating things that we will have to do is we have to watch the the movie of our life. And every time we do something we shouldn't do, the Almighty stops the tape, and we have to give account for it. Um, and this is uh, this is this is the book. This is what's going on over here. So we, we have to be we have to be aware of of the the world around us. We have to be aware of the effect of our actions, the effect of our choices, and we have to be conscious of them and make conscious decisions to to affect those choices properly. So if we want to understand how to behave, then just think about what the consequences are of reactions. If you want to know, if you want to be uh, want to try and be conscious of our actions then first of all what we need to do is realize who is there who is watching us who is above us who is who we are involving ourselves with and the fact that we will have to give account for it at the end of days have a lovely lovely day i will see you again soon